Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. Blog Talk Radio appears to have rolled some kind of new, bizarre version. It cut me off like five minutes into the first podcast, and then it hung up on me at 11. So hopefully it works. We'll see if it happens. Don't roll new stuff on weekend blog talk radio because it's doing this weird thing. So hopefully you're recording. You can hear it. I understand the first five minutes went before it hung up on me the last time. So hopefully this will work. If not, we are in Mercury Station, Mercury Retrograde Station. Uh, We also have the the Jupiter stationing today. We also have Neptune stationing. We also have the sun going into Cancer with the last degrees of Gemini. So little wild day out there in uh, computer land and I was just on the internet and apparently American Airlines canceled thousands of flights because they don't have anybody showing up to work. So at uh, any rate, this is the week of June 20th, 2021, Ann Ortley reporting from the bright red desk, which I'm on my third pass on. So hopefully, hopefully this works, whatever they were doing that they rolled that hangs up on you and cuts you off. I'm not quite sure. So um Forward we go. We'll see how far we get. (laughs) So as you might guess, there's a lot of turbulence and turmoil in the heavens, a lot of water, a lot of energy, a lot of Neptune, a lot of not seeing stuff. Um, And uh, happy Father's Day to the dads out there. My dad passed last year, or passed in 19, so I said a little prayer to him this morning and looked at some old family pictures. Um, You know, it's also the people that mentored you, that, that taught you, that you were... Uh, supported by that helped you grow into who you're going to be you know so anybody who acted as a um, as an authority in your life and helped you become yourself so earlier this week I had someone who was referred to me by my first astrology teacher John Marcusella and it made me think of him and I realized gee this is the date you know back in 1994 uh, when I had my first astrology reading and then I started studying on his couch. And, you know, I had that reading in June, and he had a beginner's class in September, and I started studying astrology. Uh, and I was, because he knew all this really cool stuff in the reading. Um, and I was like, how does he know all that? And uh, I learned the magic of astrology, you know. So, um, and then now I'm an astrologer. So we have, to, we have to look at those, and I always call him my astro dad, and his email is Astro John, and I'm Astro Ann because I'm his kid, right? So um, honoring the fathers, the fathers that love us, the fathers that support us, the fathers that maybe didn't do always such a great job, but, you know, they were living their lives too. So we're going to kind of speak out, support, and understand that uh, we're here. We're on Earth. We're in a very swirly week. We're still in eclipse season. It goes until we have the full moon. Uh, remember, we had the new moon last week on the 10th, and so we're going to go 14 days till we have the full moon, and then then we're finished with eclipse season because the sun will be more than 15 degrees away from the nodes. But this week we're having Mercury stationed to go direct, where he's then going to tell more stuff. We also have Jupiter stationing to go retrograde and Neptune stationing on the 25th to go retrograde, and they're both going to go retrograde until October because um, they're both in Pisces. So we're in the sign of Cancer now. So all the water planets go right backwards, right? Because they go backwards until we get towards Scorpio time when they all go forward again. 
So what that means is with all this turbulence in the heavens where car, planets are stopping and backing up and changing direction and bringing up new stories and surfacing things, you want to kind of just be as uh, quiet as you can in watching them and kind of seeing what shows up um, and, and understanding it's coming up for you to look at and, and learn about and figure out what it means and to listen on some kind of deeper level for um, the messages that the heavens are giving you. Remember, we're all in perfect sync with them. They're dancing through your chart. Back when I started studying astrology, I got really fascinated to go back and look at all the big events in my life. And I was talking to a, young, a younger astrologer this week, and she said, yeah, I went back and looked, and all the major events in my life were there. I'm like, yeah, I did the same thing when I was in the obsessive phase of astrology. So even if you're not paying attention, it's like gravity. It keeps working whether you're watching it or not. But the whole goal of tuning in here is to listen to the energy and to understand how to work with it. Now, I will say that one of the things that, you know, they keep talking about is this is going to be the summer of hot sex, and everybody's going to have a lot of sex. Um, Okay, so it's giving me the message where it's saying I'm, I'm late, Uh, But I'm here. I'm recording. I don't know what they rolled. But that's what got me hung up five minutes ago. So I think I'm continuing. I don't know. Blog Talk Radio is out of control. Says you should have started. I'm like, I did. I did start. I'm talking. Don't you hear me, Blog Talk Lady? And apparently she doesn't. I don't know. Maybe she's on break and somebody else is running the place. But um, so anyway, the sun is going into cancer tonight. The seasonal ingress solstice stopping at the summer, the Tropic of Cancer at the top of the chart. And as it stops there, it causes a pause, and then it goes backwards and down towards the equator. So this is the longest day in the northern hemisphere. It's about where I got cut off the last time. And the shortest day in the southern hemisphere um, because the planet is as high and as low as it's going to go relative to its the top right now for us so we're having the longest day and in the in the southern hemisphere they're having the longest night but we know with the solstice we cast a chart for that moment when the sun goes into a new chart a new sign and we look at the chart so this is a particularly juicy sun because it's answer we know we've watched all those planets chain into cancer you know mercury and venus and mars we're in cancer and we watched every two and a half days how they got a new mood Well, with the sun in Cancer, same thing. But also when we cast the chart for the ingress, we're getting the energy for the summer as well as for the month of the sun in Cancer. So we've got a 30-day puppy and we've got a three-month puppy. So today, the moon's in Scorpio, very passionate, which means that Venus is answering to moon in Scorpio because she's in Cancer, and the sun is answering to Venus in Scorpio, or moon in Scorpio, because he's in Cancer. So we've got this very passionate sun in Cancer answering to the moon in Scorpio, and they are forming a big triangle in the sky with uh, Jupiter stationing in Pisces to go retrograde. So think Cancer sun at zero, Jupiter stationing at two, and then Scorpio moon. In, 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 in I think it's like six. But anyway, it's passionate. So we have this very passionate energy that the chart is running on a very, very intense level. 
And we're going to have this for 30 days as well as the season. So when they're talking about the season of hot girls or hot sex or whatever, I'm like, oh, it's Venus and Scorpio. Of course we're going to have fun this summer. Hot, hot stuff, hot stuff. So the energy is very passionate and very important, but it also, because it's Scorpio uh, energy, even though we're in the season of the summer, we're going to be digging up a lot of deep, old emotional stuff. And remember, we just had the eclipse that popped all this stuff out, right? And we have Mercury retrograde in the eclipse, and so we know, and Mercury's retrograde as part of this, as this, as this new season starts, because he doesn't go direct until Tuesday. He's actually stopped. So we're seeing things be revealed. We're like, wow, what, what, what happened? What happened? And then we're going to honor the energy of, oh, wow, that's what it was. Okay. Now, Scorpio moons can be a little paranoid. So I'm not going to say you're wrong if you're feeling paranoid. But, you know, just know that that Scorpio energy does lead to a little bit of, hmm, I don't know, let's look at that and see what, see what that really is about. And take the time, because it is very emotional, this grand trine in water, every very, very, very emotional. Take a little time to let it kind of calm down and settle for you to look at it and see, well, okay, what actually is going on? Oh, that's what's going on. Cool. All right, I got it. So we give the space. We give the time. We allow for the extra information to come in. We allow for the new things we hadn't heard before. We allow ourselves to understand what actually is going on. Uh, But again, it's still not 100% clear because it's all this swampy, swampy stuff. But you know what happens with those Scorpios? They always have a feeling. So we're going to have a feeling. We're going to look, because we're all honorary Scorpios for this ingress, we're going to have a feeling about what we, what we need to do to get that to move forward, to get that to move in a new direction. And so that energy is very important for us to say, oh, okay, let's sign up for it, let's offer it, let's have an opportunity you know, for how that creates, how we co-create with it, but also pay attention to that intuition, just burbling under the surface. Because that intuition, um, okay, so it gave me that message again, so we'll see if it keeps going. It should have started. It hasn't started yet. I'm like, yes, it has. I'm talking. Don't, you're really a little out of control, blog talk lady, or whoever's the, sending those messages. So hopefully we're continuing. We, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, so, yeah, the blog talk lady is just having a little hissy fit over there. I'm here. Honey, I'm here. I'm working. Or whoever's not listening, you know, I don't think they listen, but you know what I mean. Um, so, anyway, that Scorpio moon, we have this intensity, we have this passion, we have this kind of forward motion, and it gives us a whole new way of thinking about things and using things and looking at them. So, we have that, that new direction, that new energy, and it really is important this week because there is so much water. That means lots of emotion, lots of feelings. With Neptune stationing, lots of feelings, lots of emotions. With Jupiter stationing in Pisces, lots of feelings, lots of emotions. The water is everywhere. So you may find you're emotional. You may find you're crying. You may find music very helpful. You may feel overwhelmed. You may feel a little lost. All those are water things. You may feel very inspired. You may be like, let's turn on that music and dance, dance, dance. 
you know, we don't know. We just know it's watery. It's feeling. It's emotion. And your job is to recognize you're feeling it, as is everybody else. But everybody else is in, not necessarily studying astrology. So when they go, what is going on? I'm just bursting into tears. I'm thinking of all these old thoughts, and, and I, you know, I'm just mulling on the past. I'm just kind of going, and that's all this. That's all this energy. So, but it is sensitive, emotional, feeling. We aren't clear. And that's okay. That's okay. That's part of the deal. Um, and we're going to work forward. And, of course, Mercury was in, a, in the eclipse was in Gemini, and President Biden's dog died today. Old champ, he left. Um, so this is pet energy. This is people energy. Remember, we're still in eclipse season. So people are changing, leaving, shifting, going into new forms, whether they're leaving the Earth plane physically or whether they're moving, they're going away. You know, there's a lot of changing energy that Uranus, Saturn square we had last week on the 14th. Saturn's going backwards. Uranus is going forwards. He's changing things. Saturn's going back and saying, well, let me review what I've done. So there's a very interesting, go back and look at the work you've done. In the meantime, Uranus is going forward with his mission to change things, which he will be doing until the fall when he stops to go backwards and Saturn stops to go forward. So it's a really interesting mix of encouraging us to grow but being aware of how tight our pots are so i had a friend of mine uh judy and her partner miho give me a beautiful jade plant which was really cute it was in this little pot and i've been looking at it going you know you look a little root bound so i took it and i transplanted it into a bigger pot with more dirt so that's the other energy you might need a transplant you might need more dirt you might need to move your pot into some other new energy to allow yourself to grow and expand because this little jade plant that was very cute when I got it has really grown and, and he needs something. He needs more room more, and I want him to be a happy little jade plant. So I gave him a little pot of dirt. Understand we're planting and growing in the Taurus part of our chart. In the, in the Aquarius part, we're revising, revisiting, adjusting, and shifting. Okay, so let's do the aspects. The sun this week is at 28 Gemini, and it goes slower when the solstice happens. So it stops. Solstice. Stop. The sun stops. So the sun stops for three days. We have many mythologies, Christ in the underground, Iana and Isis in the underworld. Three is, you know, kind of an energy, you know, luck of change and transformation. One, two, three, three-leaf clover. Um, you know, so there's a lot of energy around creation around threes. And so the sun this week only goes from 28 Gemini to 2 Cancer because he's basically going to be parked at zero Cancer for three days. He does not have a whole lot of aspects. He does have that lovely trine to Jupiter. Uh, and so that perfects on the 23rd, which is after Mercury goes direct. So the grand trine happens. Moon is in Scorpio, so the sun feels Scorpio, but he's moving into a trine with Jupiter, who he catches up with on the 23rd in the morning. Mercury, not moving at all this week either, because he's stopped, and he is stationing to, to go direct on June 2-2 two, two at 16.07. So he's shifting his focus. Whoops, that thing's back again. It's late. You should have started 
one second ago. I don't know. This thing is really broken. Um, and it seems to be still recording, so we're good. I don't know. With the, somebody keep track of how often it it bumps me. Um, so Mercury stopped, and it's stopping at 16.07, and now it's going to go forward <coughs> and retrace for the third time the steps that it followed. Uh, Venus this week is busy. She's zipping along. She's going from 23 Cancer to 29 Cancer. So she has a lot of stuff to do. She has a trine with Neptune tomorrow. Venus trines Neptune, encouraging us for a, a gentle forward motion. She's in Cancer, trining Neptune in Scorpio, who is slowing down. He stops on the 25th, so he's officially slowing now. He's like, so she trines him. She's like, hi. He's like, hi, how are you? And, of course, on the 21st, the moon's in Scorpio, so she's like, I really like you. He's like, I really like you, too. So there's a little romance up there with Venus trining Neptune. Positive energy. On the 22nd, she has a fight. She has a fight with Eris. And Eris, the goddess of discord, and Venus is not happy. She fights with Eris, and she's going to be in Sagittarius, so it can be a little fiery. Moon's going to be in Sag. So Venus is going to be in Cancer, answering to Sag, so we can expect a fiery fight, maybe with women. Uh, this one does tend to be an AOC or a Marjorie Taylor Greene or, you know, some female get, getting yelled at in the collective. So Sharon uh, Osborne got it a couple weeks ago. So kind of watch this energy. It's a... Um, it's a feisty fighting energy. And then Venus has a hard aspect with the nodes of fate on June 23rd, and then she has an argument with Pluto on the 23rd. So she is in the, she's in the mood. She's not happy. On the 23rd, she's going to be in Sagittarius too. So she's a little fiery to Pluto and Capricorns trying to control her. And so she's like, you can't tell me what to do. And um, and he's like, all right, all right, I'm not trying to tell you what to do. You know, take a chill pill, man. Um, then she goes into a trine on the 24th, which uh, she goes into a trine with Athena. And on that day, she is in uh, Capricorn. Uh, so she's, you know, in a solid trine, talking to Athena in Pisces. But she wants to say to Athena, we need a new strategy, we need a new approach. And then she goes in a hard aspect to the nodes of fate by declination on the 25th. And on that day, she is also in Capricorn. So she's saying, we have to pick, we have to choose. So Venus is your most active planet this week because the other ones are just moving very slow. And she is zipping along. So we're going to give propers to Venus. But remember, she's going through Scorpio. Sag and Capricorn, so she's intense and passionate at the beginning of the week. She's a little fiery, and uh, and then she's condensed, controlling, uh, focused, and deliberate when she gets into Capricorn at the end of the week. Um, we, you know, it's interesting when we watch these planets change how they shift. Uh, Mars is in the sesquiquadrate to Neptune, and that's going to happen right before Neptune stations. Mars and Leo is talking to Neptune and saying. You know, I'm trying to go forward and do this. Do you like it or not? And Neptune's kind of like, yeah, you know, I'm I'm about to station, big guy, so I'll be back with you. <laughs> I'm going to go backwards for a while, so I, I just don't want to make a decision yet. So that is decisions deferred on the 24th because a lack of clarity, don't really know which way we're going, not 100% sure. 
um, and Neptune stations to go retrograde, as I mentioned before, on the 25th, and he stations at 23 Pisces. We all know those 22 numbers. Now Neptune's sextiling the, the COVID clump. Uh, we can't expect an uptick in the virus then. We have those Delta, uh, that Delta variant that is coming in. Uh, the Jupiter Pisces, um, Jupiter's in Pisces for two months, last month, this month, through the 31st of July. So we are going to see the virus take off. Uh, of course, there's, we're all running around now without our masks because we've been vaccinated or not. So those of you who have not been vaccinated, uh, be careful. <laughs> not going to give you a lecture. You're old enough to make your own decisions. But we're going to see the virus spike, uh, especially after the 25th. Um, and we also have Saturn this week going from 12, uh, he's basically kind of parked at 12.53, 12.43. He's not moving that fast, but he has a sextile to um, uh, Juno and partnership energy and a sextile to how am I going to work it out. We also have Jupiter stationing today, stationed a little earlier this morning at 11.04, and that is, oop, that thing's back again. Um <laughs> <laughs> it's like making me really nervous, but it seems to be recording, so we're good. Um, so Jupiter stations, I think it popped back when I said Jupiter. Maybe it's because I'm saying Jupiter. But anyway, Jupiter stations to go retrograde on uh, to Pisces uh, today. It happened at 11. And Pluto has a nice little sextile to Athena. That happens um, now. It happened today. So it's kind of a positive energy about moving forward. And that's it for the, the aspect. So it's a busy week. Three changes of direction. Think, you know, car chase scenes in movies where they stop and they back up and then they go forward, you know, because Neptune and Jupiter are backing up and Mercury's going forward. A lot of swirl. Mercury is, of course, in an inconjunct to um, Neptune, right, or in a square, rather, to Neptune. So he's going to swirl the energy with Neptune kind of big. Um, so this week, the moon today is in Libra. Uh, it went void this morning. It went into Scorpio bright and early this morning at 7.58, the 20th, and it's the summer solstice. It's Father's Day, the sun answered cancer. We got all this stuff. Moon is in Scorpio the um, 20th, the 21st, the 22nd. It goes void at 2.43 a.m. on the 2.2, and it goes void with a sextile to Pluto. So it's very fertile and very productive in terms of creating things. At 8.55, the moon goes into Sagittarius. Mercury, of course, stations on the 22nd at 6, uh, 6 p.m., so moon's going to be in Sag while Mercury stations. So they're going to be, again, Sagittarius is telling you stuff, right? And so it's in Sag on Tuesday the 22nd, Wednesday the 23rd, and it goes void at 10.09 p.m. with a square to Neptune. So the stuff that comes out on the 22nd and the 23rd, you don't really know what it means yet. You've got information, but you don't really know what it means. Don't take it personally. Remember to breathe because you're going to get information. It might make you feel a little overwhelmed. It might make you feel a little lost because Mercury is in Sag dealing with a retrograde Jupiter. So you may hear information you hadn't heard before because Jupiter's retrograde now. And he's saying, well, you know, we need to think about this. And then the moon square, moon answering to Jupiter retrograde squares Neptune. And you go, I never knew that. You know, and uh, I am reminded of my friend Dale when her dad had pancreatic cancer 
he'd gone for a lot of treatments and stuff and he was you know he was you know he'd done treatments he'd had surgery done all a bunch of stuff and so he went into the doctor and the doctor said okay well you know it's doing really well the tumor is shrinking and her father goes the tumor and and both she and her mother this was back before HIPAA she and her mother looked at him and went yeah the tumor you have cancer he's like i didn't know i had a tumor and they were kind of like wow okay and so she called me all upset. I said, well, he heard the word cancer, but maybe he didn't think tumor. Maybe, you know, like that word hadn't been used with it. See, it's that kind of energy. So, um, yeah, so if you hear something you haven't heard before, don't freak out. Just recognize they're maybe saying it to you in a different way. And because all these planets are swirling, you're going to hear it in a different way. And that's the energy of the week where we really want to hear it, listen to it carefully and hear it because we're not – necessarily we haven't necessarily heard it that way before if that makes sense the 25th uh we finished the moon goes void at 90 uh the 23rd rather the moon goes void at 1009 and then it goes into uh capricorn bright and early on thursday morning and we have a lovely full moon that day um at 2:40 p.m and so the full you know the moon is in uh the sun is in cancer the moon is in capricorn and so we have the full moon and that is a good energy and then we have the neptune station on the 25th uh that station's at 321 but of course we feel it the five days this week and five days next week so we feel it till next tuesday um, Wednesday maybe, and then the um, 8.49 a.m. on the 26th, the moon goes void in uh, Capricorn, and it goes void with an opposition to Venus. That's on Thursday. So that's kind of a fight, an argument, a separation energy. And then the moon is void just for an hour or two, and it goes into Aquarius on Saturday morning, the 26th, and it's in Aquarius the 26th, the 27th, and the 28th, uh, it goes void on the 27th next Sunday at 3.08 p.m., Aquarius Moon trying to Mercury. So that's got good information coming. And Venus goes into Leo. Next, oop, it's back again. It's back again. I'm getting rid of it. Okay. <laughs> I'm feeling confident. We're only four minutes away to the end of this show. I think we're going to make it. Come on, blog talk lady. I just need four more minutes. Um so Venus goes into Leo, which somehow wasn't on my other sheet, at 12.27 a.m. Uh, on the 20, next Sunday, the 27th. So Venus stops shifting her moods and changing when she goes into Leo. I don't know why it's not on my other sheets. I'm a little too, a little too stressed with this Mercury retrograde. But she also is, um, when we're looking at this energy, we do know that Venus, the moon goes void in Aquarius, at 3.08 p.m. on the 27th with a trine to Mercury. Now, I'm going to try and broadcast from Florida next week because I'm going to be down there on vacation. So, fingers crossed, my Internet works, the blog talk ladies better behave, and we get there. So, that's the energy of the week. Kind of busy, kind of fun. And the last aspect, as I mentioned, for the moon in Aquarius is the trine to Mercury in Gemini. So, then you're going to start going... Is that what you meant? So in the meantime, this week as you get information, just go, I'm not quite sure what that means. Let me think about it. And you want to think about it until Venus changes signs into Leo because then she's going to be clear what her heart wants. And the sun, the moon changes into Aquarius because it's going to be clear what it wants. And you may actually want to wait 
you know, if the moon goes in Pisces, because the moon's going to go into Pisces on the 28th and the 29th, so it's not going to be that clear then until it actually goes into Aries on the 30th. So the information you're getting this week, try not to make action. I mean, obviously, sometimes we have to take action on things, but other times, not so much. This is one of those not-so-much weeks. If you can avoid it, it's better to avoid it because there's so much swirling, so much water, so much lack of clarity. Um, There's an energy here of I just don't see it. In terms of the Donald days, which are the days where things are going to be particularly intense, we're going to look at Monday, quite intense. We're going to look at Wednesday, the 23rd, quite intense. And just for fun and jollies, we're going to look at the 26th, quite intense. So we have quite a few intense days this week. And um, and when they hit, you just kind of go, okay, this is one of the intenser ones. And, you know, when you tune in, uh, this is when Rachel Maddow goes, my, it was a big news day today. You know, and Rachel's, you know, paying attention to the news. I'm paying attention to the planets. It's a big news week. There's the blog talk lady telling me I have 90 seconds left. I think I made it. Okay, so we got to the end. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Very wild week energetically because all the planets shifting and changing. Sun going into Cancer, Venus going into Leo, the trine from Venus to Neptune. Then we also have the retrogrades of Jupiter and Neptune, and we have the direct of Mercury. So with that much stuff switching around, you don't know if you're coming or going. And that's okay. Not your job to figure if you're coming or going. Just your job to sit and observe and wait until the fog clears. Kind of like when you get up in the morning and it's foggy and you don't know what it's like. You know, when I had uh, rented the house on Fire Island, sometimes you'd wake and there was fog, the marine layer was there. You You didn't really see what was going on. You knew emotions, but you didn't see what was happening. So this is that kind of week. And so just be gentle. Be gentle. Everybody else is foggy. People call you up crying. It's okay. This is a week for crying, a week for tears. It's also a week for really working on what your dreams are. You know, what is your dream? What's that next thing look like for you in terms of where you're headed next and what's what's important for you? I want to kind of honor that. And just know, lots and lots of changes. So hopefully you have a good week and a good adventure. And hopefully I did this right and put stuff up on the Internet correctly. Um, And uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see if it's out there. We'll see if it works. So take good care. Ann Artley signing off from the Bright Red Desk after many adventures with the Blog Talk Radio Lady. Take care. Bye-bye.